0: We're having a lot of fun in the studio this morning. Having great news, opinion, and analysis. But now we're in for a special treat. We have on the line our very own Secretary of State, Mr. Jay Ashcroft. How are you this morning, sir?
1: Good morning. I'm doing well. Congratulations on the program. Well, hey, thank, well, thank you. you, thank, thank you. you, sir. So,
0: hey, I know for your family, your mom just had a birthday. You want to give her a little shout out there? You know,
1: I will. Happy <laughs> birthday, mom. She just—I uh, won't tell what how old she is. But uh, really thankful for her. Thankful for my family.
0: Yeah, you got a great family there. So, when did you know? Just you know, and kind of just going off that. When did you know you wanted to go into public service?
1: Um, well, it's kind <laughs> of funny because in in high school, I was the kid that said, "I'm never going into politics. I'm never going to be an attorney like my parents." Uh, I think I technically said, "I'm going to get a real job," and that's why I went into engineering. <laughs> and it wasn't till I was. Uh, married and, you know, started my own family that I said, we're going in the wrong direction and I'm responsible to do something when I see that. And that's why I got into politics. That's awesome.
0: You know, it's so easy to get away from the issues with all the peripheral stuff going on with indictments and scandals and stuff. But you know, you're, you're obviously running for governor. Tell us what, what are the top issues that you want to talk about? Let's talk issues here. Like what are you, what's, what's, what's going to separate you from all the other candidates that are running?
1: You know, I think Missouri really needs to move on educational freedom. Uh, I've been talking about educational reform really since 2018. I started a legislative retreat on education to get legislators together and experts from around the country to talk about whatever the legislators wanted to, to help inform them so they could make a difference. I've called for uh, changing our state laws so every parent in the state has the same ability to send their kid to a private school that I do, both in 2021 when I opened up the Missouri house and in 2023, and we need to have true educational freedom. And that's where the money is. I would suggest it's just like an HSA. The parent is in charge of that and they decide what's best for their kiddo. I have one kiddo that's in the public high school here in Jeff city, and that's a good fit for him. And then I, then my next kiddo, I said, you know what? He's really better off in this private school. Kids aren't widgets. We need parents to be able to make the determination of what's bid, that's for their kid, so every child in the state could get a, a challenging education. We've talked about education reform at some level or another in government and the fact that we're not providing it well to every child for as long as they've been alive, and I think it's time we stop talking about it and time we get it done. Yeah. Um, we need to talk about public safety. Uh, we have a problem in this state where uh, judges can sentence a, a career criminal to 10 years, and that, 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 that criminal's out in a year. You want to know why we have a crime problem it's because we keep letting the people out of prison and jail that are committing the crimes uh if we (laughs) if you start putting those people in jail if you start actually convicting the people that are committing crimes, crime will go down and we need to be a state where criminals are scared and law-abiding citizens aren't you're here Uh, i've worked on that in the legislature with legislation i'll continue to do that i've worked with prosecutors across the state i've worked with the sheriff's association last year As I was visiting every county in the state, what you do every year, I specifically emphasized talking to individuals involved with law enforcement because something needed to be done. And then the third major topic that I talked about, although there's tons more, is uh, the fiscal and the size and scope of, of government. I want to see a constitutional amendment that would do three things. One, it would say that we can never again have a statewide tax increase, expansion, or extension. Without the people, of the state voting on it in a November general election, we saw a massive tax increase, what, three years ago now in the the, the gas tax when the state had $2 billion sitting in the bank that it didn't know what to do with it. I think it's just unconscionable that we had more money than we needed, and yet we raised taxes, and we would not let the people have a voice on that by voting on that. Two, I think we need to make sure that no tax dollar is ever spent without the legislature appropriating it so the people's people can have oversight. We saw a month ago, a month and a half ago, the Missouri Supreme Court said the Conservation Commission doesn't have to deal with oversight by the legislature. They can spend their money however they want. The uh, Highway Commission is trying to do the same thing. In Kansas, we see that spending on education, how it's spent and how much is spent is dictated by their Supreme Court instead of by the people's representative. We need to make sure that never happens. And the third part of that amendment is to have a restriction not on how much taxes can go up, but how much expenditures can go up. So even if the federal government is trying to give us money that they've uh, you know, borrowed from China or they've created electronically to raise our inflation, we would restrict the growth of government because when government grows, it restricts the potential for individual citizens to make their own decisions to be the best they can be. Absolutely.
2: You know, we had someone else who's running for governor. I'm not going to say who it was on the show last week. And one of the things that, by the way, this is Chris here. I, I don't know why I said that. This is like, you don't know, know who boys. Alex and Chris are. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I've done that before and I always get in trouble for it. But, but I have a background in economic development, worked with the Nixon Chamber of Commerce for many years. And we had Matt Morrow on here earlier talking about the new Bucky's yep. coming to Missouri, right? Which is exciting. And, you know he mentioned that there were some incentives that had to take place to get them to come here plus some infrastructure getting water and sewer across I44 in order to get them here and in, in, in essence the one of your competitors kind of said hey we're not doing enough in in tax incentives and ta- or tax breaks uh to attract businesses that the the Missouri Economic Development Office and also Chamber of Commerce is really are not not a vital into, into attracting and retaining businesses. How do you feel about the jobs that our chamber of commerces are doing and also our Missouri department of economic development?
1: Well, what I would first say is if we have a problem with, uh, needing tax breaks or tax incentives, what that tells me is we have a problem with our tax rates. We don't need to give a tax incentive for a certain company to come in here. We need to find a way to reduce the scope and size of government so we can reduce taxes for everybody. Um, the idea that government should be taking your money and saying we're going to give it to this company and we're going to require maybe a competitor of that company to pay more taxes to bring their competitor to Missouri is silly. Uh, If if our taxes are stopping us from being able to have companies come here, we need to lower taxes for everybody. And Mm -hmm. we can do that. Mm -hmm. We don't have a revenue problem. We have a revenue allocation problem. We're spending more money than we ever have on education. And yet the latest scores show that our educational uh, achievements, our kids are learning less and less than they ever have. We're spending more money. We're getting less for it. That's a problem. Yeah.
0: Okay, I want to go back to um, you, you, your three things here: the educational reform, you know, and you just said it—you know, kids learning less. What's stopping us from from getting that done?
1: Um, it's a lack of legislators that are willing to do it. It is we have too many. What I would say is we almost have three different viewpoints. I mean, you could say there's more, but I'd say there's three general viewpoints in Jefferson City. You have one group of individuals that would just say, big government is good. Big government always knows better how to run people's lives. I, I categorically reject that. Then you have another set of people that are like, well, big government's bad, but oh wait, we're in charge? Well, we can run big government well. I categorically reject that also. And then you have a very small group of people that say, Big government is inherently bad because it gets in the way of people making their own decisions and being able to be successful or fail, but then try again and be rewarded for their own merit. We have too many politicians that believe that they know better how to raise your kids or that a school administrator who doesn't even know your kids' names, maybe has never met them, knows how to raise your kids better than parents do. We need to make sure that parents are in charge. We need to empower teachers. Yeah. Let's let teachers actually teach, and let teachers be the focal point of our educational institutions. Because when we do that, we will take the shackles off them. They will be able to do a better job of teaching. And lo and behold, when parents like their teachers, when parents can interact with their teachers, when we get the the, the administration out of the way, parents will want to pay their teachers more because they'll be happy with
0: them. Well, Secretary Ashcroft, I mean, you know, we're we're loving what you're saying, and. Um I'm gonna get you out here on this one. We got about thirty seconds. What do you that's all right. What do you I say to that person who says, Hey, you know, you guys talk a big game and I mean I'm a common sense brother. I mean, you know, you we consider you've been in, you know, you've been up there in Jeff City for a while, we've had the supermajority, House, you know, Senate, nothing's been done. What's gonna be different when you're the governor? How are you gonna ensure first of
1: all look at what I've gotten done? Look at the fact that Missouri used to be ranked by Heritage as 10th in our elections. Now we're ranked third. And what I've done in passing those. Look at what I did uh, to get remote electronic notarization done. So when we were going through COVID, suddenly businesses could continue. I'm not just talking about things. I'm getting them done. Look at what I've done to make sure that libraries are protecting our kids. It couldn't get passed by the legislature, but we went ahead and got it done by rule. Look at what we've done on securities to protect people from investment advisors that would improperly invest Their investments. Couldn't get it through the legislature, but we got it done by rule. I'm not running as someone that can talk a good game. I'm not the pretty face. I've gotten stuff done, and I will continue to do that for the people. All
2: right, Secretary of State, we appreciate you. We're going to have to have you back on sometime. Sound good? Sounds great. All right, don't forget to check out today's Facebook question. What do you like most about living in Springfield region? Please go to our Facebook page, like it, and share it. Also coming up, we got Melissa Oden talking about pro-life choices and Brenda Talent. She's got a hot topic as well. That's right here on Wake Up Springfield after news and weather.